1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Brian Mazrowski, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN.
3: How's it going, Joe? Oh, Brian, it's a, a beautiful day. It's a Bill's game day. Looking- and actually, I was about to say you're a liar, but the, uh, the sun's out. That's. I looked up. I saw the sun. Beautiful day. That's why I parked my car on that side of the parking lot. First time in forever. Get a little sun Get a little warmth in the car before uh, it might be warmer in my car than it is in the studio. Oh, so it's
2: like you have a car starter, just parking in the sun. Yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's the Joe Rule. Beamer car starter. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you have to go about it. I um, hope everyone's doing well out there. Going to be a late night tonight with uh, the Bills game, kick off at eight fifteen on Amazon. That's a new one. I mean, people will still be able to watch it on Channel Seven, which is something I don't think a lot of people realize this. When, because they're used to the Sabres streaming deal when the Sabres are on the ESPN plus yeah there's no other alternative you can only watch them there but when the bills are on the NFL's on streaming in the local market you can watch it on TV yes they make sure of that so it's the same as the cable deal yeah channel 7 if you don't have Amazon I haven't really I watched like a little bit of the first Amazon game um, and I haven't really watched that much since I've had a
3: few issues with hiccups like you know in the coverage. Uh, I mean, it, it's gotten better as the season's gone on. Uh, I've heard those same complaints when the Yankees are on Amazon. Uh, so we'll see it tonight. I, I probably will just watch it on Channel Seven. Ryan Fitzpatrick's on Amazon. Yes, he's on the halftime or the pregame and
2: halftime and postgame show. So uh, that'll be cool to see. Uh, Richard Sherman as well. I'm sure I'll have some nice things to say about. I don't care about him, but <laughs> Fitzpatrick, <Just trying> to... <laughs> we'll have some good things to say about the last time the Bills played the Patriots. Ryan Fitzpatrick was there too. Yes, sure yes, off in the stands. He was
3: under a heater. I was freezing, but you know what? It's one of those things that you just, it was so memorable, and I'm hoping for the same result today, Brian. You're just, I feel like you're in a mood,
2: pouring cold water over everything.
3: No, here's, I'll be honest with you, and maybe this is a ridiculous way to look at it, but you know, I like to compare games against opponents, and Mm -hmm. the way that the Bills played against the Lions compared to the way the Patriots played against the Lions, I feel a little uneasy about the game tonight.
2: Okay. Well. I'm a little on edge. Feel easy. Should be good uh will be a fun one 8:15 kickoff later on tonight for the Bills. Uh, Joe, I saw two stories this week, all right? That are uh a l- little similar. I love them both because I I cannot believe that people actually do this. The first of these stories we talked about a little bit earlier this week, very briefly. Uh, a boyfriend and a girlfriend who, uh, a woman uh, claiming on TikTok that her ex boyfriend once charged her for medicine she asked him to get because she was sick. Uh, she said her ex had been da- uh, they've been dating for about four years. Uh, he sent her a Venmo request to repay him $7 after he got DayQuil for her. At, you know, I'm assuming some sort of corner store. Yeah. And so she said, um, no. (laughs) And uh, the relationship's over. Yeah, she made a TikTok video about it. Yeah. So uh, that was the first story. So a girl had her boyfriend get some NyQuil. The boyfriend said, yeah, can I get my seven bucks back for this? And then I saw this other story this morning, Joe, uh, in the New York Post about a woman who charges her entire family to come over for Christmas dinner. Like okay, a cover charge. I'll cook dinner and everything. You have to chip in. Even her three-year-old grandkids. Oh. A mother of five, grandma of six, charging adults up to $18 for the meal. Her, her grandchildren uh, have to pay about six. Uh, she cuts it down. Her two three-year-old grandchildren are only being charged $3 apiece. So, you know, very nice of her. To uh, give that kids discount for the little ones, the toddlers in the room who might not even eat anything, right? But she charges. That is her family tradition. Charging everyone for Christmas dinner, uh, even going so far as to sending out uh, text messages saying, uh, "Hey, you know, as in the lead up to Christmas, if you're playing and coming over." You have to pony up.
3: Uh, That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I think both are because I went back to the um, the TikTok uh, one. Mm -hmm. I mean, when when I first heard the story, I said, "Well, how long have they been together?" But they had been together for over four years. It's a little ridiculous. I mean, isn't that the kind of thing where your relationship, everything just evens out? You know, like I I, I'll you know I'll pick up dinner one night. My wife will pick up dinner. That's the how I'm not saying, hey, um, your Part of the meal was this much. Could you send that over?
2: It's just a, It evens out. I, I would think at a certain point in your relationship, you hit that. So I'm interested in that, Joe, because I think it varies pretty wildly what people are thinking on this. 803-0930, uh, you can join us this morning. How does it work between family, between friends, between people who are dating, between people who are married? You know, we've talked about before, Joe, uh, if you get married, whether you're combining finances or whether you're doing things separately on their own. Oh, yes. And I've said a bunch of times, I'm amazed by how many people I know that are married do not have any combined finances. And I can see, and it's not like I'm scouring through Venmo all the time to you know browse right. on what everybody's doing. But when I make a payment, the first screen that pops up is like, yeah. which I still think is weird, uh, what everybody else is paying it's everybody so- else it's for. It's a social
3: media money thing, yeah.
2: I don't like it. No. I, I like the convenience of being able to send someone money, but the that so, aspect of it, a little strange to me. But anyways. That's why you zell. I'm always seeing people M- who are in relationships, married, married yeah. paying each other for rent, groceries, thinking like, I can't believe people go through life this way. But to each their own. To each their own. That's That is... Uh, Your own prerogative. So I was not surprised, Joe, to see this story about a boyfriend sending a Venmo request to his girlfriend for $7 for NyQuil because I'm thinking, I kind of see that all the time. I don't do it. It doesn't make sense. But I feel like I'm seeing that all over the place. My question is, where do you draw the line? Well, see, that's ridiculous. The the,
3: <laughs> a, the asking for it. Now, there have been times where, on a whim, will uh, my wife and I will decide to have you know lunch at a place, and I won't say anything. I won't send her a request, but she'll say, "Hey, I'll pay for my half," and you'll probably see a Venmo thing pop up. It. Will, I would never request it, right? Because like, I, if it if she, if it evens up, evens up. Whatever. We're married. Um, it's, it's
2: strange to me that that's even like a thing. What's that? That you know that would ever be said by anybody. I'll pick up my half. Yeah. Between a married couple, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we'll just it, it just evens out. But we but also like that's do how I treat friends. Yes, right. Like it, it, it evens out in the end. I'll pick up something sometime. Someone else will pick up something. Well, I, I, there's never any really like asking for money. Yeah. If you go out to a big dinner, maybe you split the bill. But like that, that's between friends. I, I just think when you're married, I, I always I still can't. Even though I know almost 50-50 maybe people my age who do it one way versus another but it's still crazy to me to think about the other way where there's like intermarriage transactions going on yeah like all the time yeah like after the
3: show i will send my
2: my wife my half of the rent you won't
3: see that on venmo we do that through the bank but i'll send my half of the rent cuz she has all she controls all that she pays the rent and i'll send her my half i should do that to my
2: wife just like venmo or right now He's like, here, here, buy yourself lunch. It, <laughs> we share all of our money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all kind no, of the same. But, but here's the thing. We do have a, a joint account. We,
3: we have our separate accounts, and we also have our joint account. We just very rarely use the joint account because that's, you know, hey, we're if we go to, like, a big dinner or we're going on vacation, that's what the joint account's for. I, it's just, or once we have a child, that'll probably be what the joint account's for.
2: To me, like, just way too much, uh, like, thinking of that. Like, uh, yeah, that's, there's another one. You're about to throw a kid in the mix. I know. They're gonna have their own bank account. <laughs> like, what do you do? Um, hey, uh, I brought little. Uh, I bought little Stevie uh, lunch yesterday. You gonna You gonna pick up that tab tomorrow?
3: No, I th- see, I think that's just the kind of thing where that's where that's really where the joint account will be used for. Is that something that we both feed money into, and that will be mainly for kid stuff?
2: But like, you have to think about it. Now you have to plan for it. Like, that to me is why it's just crazy to think that, that like, half the people are doing it that way. Yeah. Where there's, like, all the time talking about money going in and out, who's paying for what. I I, I just couldn't deal with it. It, Like, every single day, that happening.
3: But you make it sound like every single day we talk to each other about who's paying for what. It'll all even out. That's my attitude. It'll all even out. Oh, you got dinner last time? I'll get it this time. It's not like a, hey, now I'm getting dinner this time. You better make sure next time you get dinner. No. Eh. It's just a very like eh, attitude. I, uh, all right. It's just not how if, I've. If, if it's the kind of thing where like, hey, everything's got to be even Steven right down the middle, then it, I don't think it will work out. I mean, I know some people try it. I don't think it'll work out. If you're like, hey, at the end of the day, at the end of the week, it all evens out. Okay. I, I, I'm not sure everyone takes it that way, though. No, I don't think they do. I think if you're going to have a setup like that, you kind of have to have that kind of attitude. People don't, and I think that's why you see a lot of uh, relationships in because of financial issues.
2: Uh, it's because a lot of infighting over who's paying for what. And, and it's funny because I feel like people are going away from that like shared financial. Yeah. Well, that part, also get away issues. from financial issues. But in my head, I'm only seeing that it would cost way more. Yeah, I
3: mean, again, it's all about your attitude. I think you're gonna have, if you're going to have financial issues in your relationship, you'll have them joint or separate um, if you don't have the right attitude. I think the attitude has a lot to do with it. Like, so, if you have the attitude of this guy in the TikTok story who's charging his girlfriend, that's not the right attitude to have, in my opinion. That I, I would never send a Venmo request to my wife for something well, I picked up. Well, to your wife to your girlfriend? If we've been together for 4 years, no. I would not send a request. Hey, I'm buying. How many years?
2: I like that's the thing that I'm trying I to figure out. Like, Where's six the line? Months, 6 months, I'm not charging you for dayquil. You know what I mean? I, I would never do it. But I feel like more uh. and more this is how people are living their lives because of Venmo, because of like these apps that make it pretty easy to hand over yeah. cash or send someone over something real quick. I feel like more and more this is how people are doing it, itemizing almost every single thing. So like this story doesn't surprise me, but like somewhere there has to be a line that's drawn.
3: See, for for me, uh, what does surprise me, the story doesn't surprise me because you, you would think that's something that has been discussed in a four year relationship, right? You would think of this had come up before the day quill. In a four year relationship, this had come up. The thing that surprised me is the request. Again. I think that's the kind of thing that maybe you discuss, because when I open Venmo, and I see that someone who's married or in a, in a long-term relationship requests money, like, what's the communication like when you're face-to-face that you have to request through an app? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> You would think that agreement is already there, a verbal agreement. That's the thing I see. I, don't, I completely understand splitting and, and doing this and that, but when a married person or someone who's been in a relationship for a long time is requesting money, Then, like, what's going on there? What's The communication's
2: got to be a little off. Again, I think that's probably more common than you would think. I feel like I look at, and I'm going to sound like an old person, I feel like uh, at at the altar, it's about as much face-to-face time a married couple is going to get that entire week. (laughs) Like, that's as much time talking to each other as they spend in, in a week or a month's time. I just, I mean,
3: anytime, like I said, anytime we've done something where we're splitting it, that conversation's been done before the purchase has been made, right? And that conversation, again, has been, done, been made in person. It's not mm-hmm. through an app. I couldn't imagine we're both on, you know, sitting on the couch watching the Bills game tonight, and my wife uh, sends me a, a Venmo request for my half of dinner. Like, you're sitting right there.
2: You couldn't just verbally ask me? No, that's what I should be doing to my wife right now. (laughs) Sending a request, not a payment. Can I get some uh, extra Chipotle and feel like it's on you or something? That would be how you go about it. So, all right, in between couples, it's still this, like, weird conversation that couples have to have that I guess is no longer cut and dry. Uh, To my wife and I, I'm glad that we both kind of thought this way. It was pretty cut and dry. We have combined everything, and we just never really think about it. I mean, we're, we're talking over big purchases. We've talked about this before. Yes. Like over $100, you're and the calls we got mentioning uh, something. And when we had a text board, uh, the calls and texts we got were
3: 50-50, I would say, when we did that. Because we did this show right before I got married about finances. Yeah.
2: Um, and, and uh, you know, it, it works for us. This other example, this other story, Joe, of within the family. Now, that's just absolutely insane. But I'm wondering, what do you expect? If you have maybe just hosted Thanksgiving, maybe you're going to host Christmas, maybe you're hosting something else during the holidays, do you have any expectation of your guests to bring something, to chip in? What is that level of expectation in your family? Because in this family, it sounds like now, this is what I would say. I'll read another uh, little passage from this story. It said, like uh, many moms and grandmas who always make Christmas dinner, I couldn't bear the cost of buying all the gifts and paying for the entire meal. I was worried I'd spend the new year paying it all off again. And okay, that's uh, everyone would have a similar concern. You don't want to overspend your means. I would say a couple things to that. One, I still do think uh, the cost of a Thanksgiving dinner, maybe not a Christmas dinner, certainly a Thanksgiving dinner, is a little overblown. Are you spending a hundred dollars on all the food for Thanksgiving? How many people do you have to have to spend a hundred dollars on Thanksgiving? Oof! The turk, a twenty-pound turkey, you could have got for twelve bucks. Okay. <laughs> get That's two, twelve bucks. Get two of them. Yeah. All the other things. The, the stuffing mix. They're all pretty a can of corn, oh, a stuffy mix, come on. Well, I don't know uh, how much does it cost to make homemade stuffing. Still not 100 bucks. Are uh, you added all mashed up. potatoes? I still think it's one of the cheaper meals yes. that most people have. But yeah. yeah, I I understand not everybody's going to do that. You add in the gifts when it comes to Christmas. Absolutely get it. In that case, don't host. Right. If you don't yeah, if you don't want to pick up the spin, don't because
3: where isn't a holiday dinner isn't seen f- friends and family you haven't seen for a while getting everyone together isn't the whole part of hosting if you if if that isn't doing it for you and you need a monetary gain let someone else do it because people are giving gifts people are there don't we do anything out of love anymore but but
2: there is like a there are levels to this right because i think it's perfectly fine like nobody would bat an eye i mean if i'm invited over for dinner somewhere my wife actually taught me this, but the first thing you say is, "All right, what do you want me to bring?" Yes, Are you, I, supposed to you do that. Do that. Have you done that from the day when I met you. That's right. And I want to feel like I contributed. Yeah. Sometimes the person will say nothing. Other times, the person will say, and it's not like a "What can I bring?" like a toss away. That you don't really mean it. Like, I know the person's going to say nothing. I'm just putting it out there to be nice. Like, it's a genuine question. Yeah. The person can say nothing. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you can come back and say, uh, could you bring a dessert? Could you, uh, you bring the corn? You, you know, could you bring something like this? Maybe uh, uh, some drinks. You bring a case of beer. Yeah. Like, anything like that. It's all on the table. Uh, no one's surprised at doing that. Charging actual money, though. <laughs> like, that's where, Like hey, ma. Why don't we take over? Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm sick of paying for dinner. <laughs> you you bring one. Your you, dinner isn't that good
3: anyway. Yeah, your, your dinner is not worth the $18 you're making me pay. You bring one of the dishes you were going to serve. I'll make the rest of it. You bring it over. That'll be your payment. Isn't it funny, though, when I ask what can I bring, m- 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 more times than not, people will tell me, just bring beer. They don't really trust me to bring a dish. It's just, <laughs> yeah, you, just, you can bring the beer. <laughs> I've never been trusted with the dish.
2: Well, and they know you're going to bring a lot of it. Yeah, that's probably why. That's uh, that might be why. <laughs> I think my response to this woman would be after a couple of years, like, all right, ma, you know, I got myself uh, uh, two kids. We're adding it all up. Thirty-five bucks. You know what? We're going to bring over Chipotle for my family and uh, yeah. watch th- you eat. That'll be it. <laughs> I'll unwrap it at the dinner table. What about you? What do you think when it comes to asking for money? It could be in your relationship within a family for family dinner uh, around the holidays i are these examples totally out of whack they seem way out of whack i suspect maybe not so much in 2022 with the way we kind of handle things i mean
3: if you've paid money like literally cash i don't mean by you know gifts or something if you've paid money to go eat dinner at a family's residence could you please call in? I, I need to hear the story. <laughs> 803-0930.
2: Please call in. b and Beamer will be back after the news on WBEM.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: That's right. We're back here. Brian Masrowski, Joe Beamer on WBEN. Uh, and we're talking about your money. What do you do with it? Uh, <laughs> um, and We have been all morning long in different ways. But these two stories I saw this week are both uh, like – I don't know. Mind blowing and not surprising. Does that make any sense, Joe? Like like I, I'm taken aback. I think it's ridiculous, and I'm not surprised. So, the the second story is surprising to me. Like that one
3: is surprising. The 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 girlfriend TikTok story, let me I will go back to what I said. The surprising part to me is the request. So it uh, is a in front of everyone to see, because everyone sees your request in that little feed. All your friends see your request, the girl you've been with for over four years, seven dollars for Dayquil. Well, you don't see the amount. Okay, but for DayQuil?
2: you, you, you don't know the, uh, what they put in the, as the emoji. So I again, I,
3: if you're in a relationship and your request is coming in a uh, in on, on an
2: app, to me that shows you have some communication issues. I to me that just shows you're in a relationship apparently because I'm looking at my Venmo feed right now, and it's all over the place. <laughs> People who are in relationships. <laughs> Paying each other for a bunch of different things. The rent. here A, a phone bill. Dinner out. A, a whole bunch of different things. It happens all the time. So the two stories we're talking about. One, um, this uh, TikTok creator. What a job title, by the way. TikTok creator. Anyways, she said she broke up with her ex uh, after four years. After he sent her a Vemo request to repay him $7 after he got DayQuil for her. And I looked at that and I said, well, I, I feel like the guy is probably stunned because it wouldn't be surprising. I see it happen all the time. I don't know where the line is, though. I got to tell you, I just went on my
3: Venmo and looked through my feed. Okay, some of this stuff is right? like, yeah. Like someone put as the description. I'm not going to say the exact description. I don't want to give it away. But put in the description something re- referenced in a vacation. You're splitting. You're splitting the vacation on Vimo. I don't know. That's that's, me- I, that's ridiculous. I've seen
2: people. I like, get, in a relationship like with a beer emoji, paying
3: one another. Yeah. See, I get like bills. And again, every now and then, maybe a dinner you decided to split. But I don't know. So, if it's often, and again, if it's a request to me, that that just screams communication issues. So that brings kind of the other story. If My wife's listening. Please don't ever do anything on demo again. Let's do it all through the bank.
2: <laughs> I can't. Now I'm going to be. I'm ready to pounce, Joe. And I see. It. I know. Um, <laughs> I could already imagine the text with the uh... the the other story is this uh, woman who charges her family. For Christmas dinner. That's right. $18 for the meal for adults. Uh, Kids get a break. Could be $6. Could be just $3 if you're a toddler. But she charges everybody walking through that door. If you want Christmas dinner at Grandma's house, you're going to have to pay for it. And where is the line there? 803-0930 to join us this morning. 803-0930. And I do kind of wonder here what this is. Now, I think a lot of people would say this is over the top charging family to come over for dinner, but I do think it is also, I I don't know, I always kind of live like, I I feel uncomfortable asking anybody for anything, generally speaking. Uh, you, You come over, if I'm inviting you over, I want it to be an open invitation, and what's mine is yours, and you know, go ahead, feel like you're at home, if you're a guest at my house. I don't want to be charging. I Now, I might ask you to bring something over if we're going to have, like, some sort of big dinner. I think that's a little bit different. But aside from that, I feel kind of strange asking for help. But I'm imagining that it does happen in families where you would ask for – that there are instances where you're not exactly asking for, let's say – uh, a side dish If someone says what can I bring That someone's like ah well you know It's getting pretty expensive this year And they want like a gift card to the supermarket And I'll pay for it I feel like that probably does happen
3: Maybe in that way But I think just hey at the door Here's the $18 Or or I don't know that just seems I would be very uncomfortable asking In return for money like you said Bring something maybe bring a nice bottle of wine Right but again, if we're talking family, don't you guys exchange gifts? Isn't this just all part of the holiday season? If if this is if spending that kind of money on your family is too much for you, then maybe it's time to you know hang up the the pans and let
2: someone else do it. <laughs> Retire the apron. Yeah, reti- raise uh, it to the rafters. Yeah,
3: maybe it is. I'm not trying to be mean, but maybe you can just go and be. If if your main focus is, oh my gosh, this dinner is costing me so much money, Um, if that's your main focus and not, I can't wait to have people over, I can't wait to see so-and-so, and and if that's not your number one focus, then guess what? It's not for you. And I'm sure other members of the family would love to host, would love to take that from you and say, hey, Bring, a, bring what your favorite dish to make, and that will be your payment into our dinner.
2: This person in the article says, expecting one person to pay for the entire meal, prepare it, clean up, have their heating and electricity used. I mean, come on. You're bringing oh my in your gosh. own heating bill. I was going to keep the house at 60, but now that people are over, I have to. Actually, it's, we had people over for Thanksgiving. We didn't have the heat on because everyone's right. just sweating out Guinness the uh, entire night. And, and stuff's on in the kitchen to keep, you know, the it, house is heated. It's too hot. I'm opening windows yeah. in there. Um, but she is. Uh, she says, it's a no-brainer for me. It's the only way to go. And I'm looking at pictures here. You do have an option. It looks like the inside of a fancy wedding. <laughs> there are table covers uh, gold napkins, chair covers with a big ribbon and bow, centerpieces, fancy glasses that I wouldn't know which uh, piece of silverware to use. You do not have to do this. Like, that, you're going above and beyond what anybody would expect for your dinner. Like, if that's too much for you, you don't have to do any of that. Just stop doing it. And See, I'm looking at a picture where there's a two-liter of uh, Pepsi
3: on the table. Like... That takes away from the fanciness, in my opinion.
2: That's a different picture. Okay. That's, this is the, you, you ah, missed the caption. I, the ones who don't pay up get uninvited. Yes. That's, that's, and that's, they're that's having it. their own dinner. I
3: see this table now. Yeah, this, that's a little nice. That's a little too nice. And you know what? If I went to my parents' house on Christmas, and that's, I mean, number one, on Christmas in the, at the Beamer family, we order out on Christmas Day. So if that's what the table looked like, I'd say, Mom, Dad, you guys have gone way above and beyond i feel uncomfortable very uncomfortable as uncomfortable as you should be for asking me to give you cash for this dinner this but you wonder this is a great example brian you wonder how money tears family families apart here's an example here's an example of how
2: how money would tear a family apart this is how it would happen this article gets better and better as it goes along (laughs) she's quoted as saying i love the joy of christmas and all the family together but it's now become so commercial. People get overwhelmed, and it's too much. A nice family meal and a gift made with love is all I need. But you're not making a you're not making a meal. You're with charging life. your you're own charging. family yeah. to eat dinner at your house, and you're going. She's way blaming above. it on the
3: commercialization of Christmas.
2: Yeah, like if 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 tradi- You're the
3: one who's commercializing if it. If traditional Christmas is what you want, if that's what you love, you can still make Christmas in your house. Traditional yeah. Christmas.
2: <laughs> Put up a plastic tree. It costs eighty bucks yeah. once. Use it every single year. Use the nice dining room table. You don't need to cover it. You don't need to wrap or the it chairs.
3: the floor. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Get everyone together, and you'll be just fine. I know, Chris- Christmas at my house is, is is a lot different. I mean, by the by the end of the day, we just want you know something that we can talk, sit around. I mean, we're all tired. It's been a long day, right? I mean, now mm-hmm. you've got you got to do two Christmases. You got to go to one, mm. and you got to go down the street. By the time we get to my parents, I envy
2: you two Christmases.
3: Yeah. By the time by the time we get to my parents, I'm like, I just let's open some gifts and whatever you want for dinner. I want to eat right here on the couch while what this year while watching football.
2: Christmas Eve.
3: No, there's football on Christmas Day. As there's well. Cr- Christmas yeah, Day three football? three awful games, but there are three games on Christmas. Like like a Thanksgiving schedule on Christmas. One, four, and eight. Oh yeah, Dolphins are at one against the Packers. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Rams-Broncos at 4, so you can skip the
2: 4 o'clock game. There's always, like, uh, <laughs> basketball on, and I'm just, you know. But it's I, Sunday this year. That's why. Yeah, but I, I just knew the Bills played on Christmas Eve. Yeah, they mo- I thought
3: they moved all the games. They moved all but three. What they thought were going to be three very competitive games, they were
2: wrong about the 4 o'clock game. <laughs> so uh, the Bills will play Christmas Eve. Yes. That probably throws a wrench in. There's another one. You know, Thanksgiving, two nights in a row. The Can we all agree, by the way, a week removed – that playing at twelve thirty is the worst time for the Bills yes. to play on Thanksgiving. Yes, a hundred percent.
3: I I actually would be fine if the Bills never play on Thanksgiving again. Sorry. Oh I, yeah, I, I would too. Because he, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Twelve thirty is also a bad time because that's when people are getting you know are, that's when a lot of it's people terrible. are starting to come over. If you're gonna have a conversation, did you have to pick the you know people are pick are, are having conversations over the TV? Like I'm fine talking about the game. I really don't care how your year's been until four thirty. So, could we keep this until you have the rest of the day? I'm not going anywhere.
2: You have the rest of the day. Mine was, um, you know. Hey, honey, can you uh, just grab this out of? There's 20 seconds (laughs) left in the fourth quarter. (laughs) I could do without that. You know, I'm not trying to be that guy. Christmas
3: Eve is fine because it's 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 over at four. My Christmas Eve festivities don't start till eight, so. Christmas Eve, I'm fine. And with. Christmas
2: Eve, people do later a yeah. lot, but I'm wondering because it's the weekend if you know maybe people had planned a little bit earlier. I don't think it'll be as intrusive, but I, I do think that when the Bills played at four on Thanksgiving, that was perfect. You're generally where you're gonna be. Yes. For the next five or so hours, anyway. People really aren't walking in. You're settled. You know where you get there. I, I don't know. It's usually like three, four is when you you yeah. go over to someone's house. So you're there for kickoff. It might bleed into dinner. It probably does. You move a TV near everyone can see as yep. they're eating. Yep. It, it was the perfect time. I went to the game last year, so I don't really know how eight, o'clock. Be eight o'clock. I thought it was awful because by
3: halftime, people are falling asleep, and I, you know, I don't want to be watching. If you're the, the
2: host, that's got to be awful.
3: Yeah, I don't be. Wa- I'm sorry, I don't want to be watching a Bills game around people who are falling asleep. Like you know, tonight, if at halftime, my wife's like, "Oh, I'm getting tired." You can watch the rest of the game in in, in the room because I don't want to. I don't want someone falling asleep while I'm watching the Bills game. I want to be focused. I don't want to, like, go over there and watch the game. But I would say four best, eight second best.
2: The 12, 12.30 30 is, the is just
3: terrible. 12.30 is the worst. It would be better if they played at 9 in the morning. I'm, I'm 100% yeah. honest. It would be better if it was 9 in the morning.
2: Yeah. 12.30 is the absolute worst time. You feel like you could do something.
3: Yeah. 12.30, it's like, oh, what do I do? Do I invite myself over somewhere way early? This now. was the first time. The first time I had watched the full 12.30 game on Thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm. usually... I mean, I'm not, like you said,
2: I'm not it worried. It kicks I'm, off. I'm like, oh, there's a game on already? Right. Some people are still watching the parade. And then I go, oh, this game's still on? Yeah. You know, at some point. I usually catch
3: the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's usually what I catch at the Detroit Thanksgiving game. But
2: I'm wondering it now, like, that's two holidays that the Bills might take over. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff, right? 1 Christmas o'clock in Chicago Christmas Eve. So, I mean, you know, maybe it doesn't impact a lot of people, but it might. If you have Christmas Eve plans, Yeah, like now you're, okay, here's the Bills again on uh, another holiday. In two years in a row, they'll play on Christmas Eve. Unless they're Monday Night Football next year
3: and playing on Christmas night. Because Christmas Eve will be on Sunday next year. Oh, yeah. So, they'll be home. I can tell you that right now. They'll be home on Christmas Eve next year. They wouldn't put them on the road back-to-back Christmas Eves.
2: Why not? They put them on the road back to back Thanksgivings. They did, but that's a little different. Those places are set on Thanksgiving. Well, they could have. They could have had us home last uh, year and said, "Very true.
3: Very true." They I, could have not played us if I could. If I could put a, a FanDuel bet down right now, I'd say the Bills are playing
2: at home next Christmas Eve
3: or Christmas night on Monday Night
2: Football. I remember going to that game Christmas Eve. Bills. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yep. Um, like no one was there. Bills won. It was nice because you had a good excuse of why you were late. I yeah. was at the game. Yep. <laughs> it was like a perfect excuse. Like, sorry, I was at the game all day. All right, now I'm ready. You can roll in basically whenever you want. Ah, traffic. You know, what's what's someone
3: going to say to that? Christmas Christmas Eve games. There was another Christmas Eve game against the Dolphins. The, they played the Giants one year. Chris, Christmas Eve games are fun. I, I'm a fan of home Christmas Eve games. Like you said, it gets an early start, and then you have an excuse to get late.
2: I'm jealous of your two Christmases. I was not joking. Yes. We have four Christmases. You have four, yeah. Like the movie. To try, Yeah. (laughs) I've never seen the movie. I probably should watch it. Yeah. It would speak to me, maybe. Do you know I did not see that movie until I
3: learned that Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon did not like each other while filming? And like, I have to watch this movie now.
2: They didn't? No, they hated each other. I have no idea. Oh.
3: (laughs) Just didn't. But they're very good actors because you couldn't pick it up in the movie. Couldn't tell? No. Part of the movie isn't them getting mad at each other? Well, it is, but they're good actors, let's okay. just say.
2: Um, No, so, I mean, you have to, like, put your foot down after a while and just say, well, we can only do so much. I mean, if the Bills
3: played on Christmas, you would have to cut a Christmas out of your rotation, right? Well, I mean, oh, we already have.
2: We, oh, okay. Bills are no Bills. Like, there's <laughs> there, there's too much to do. You can't go—
3: What time is that, does that start for Christmases? Like, what time do you would you start— Well, that's
2: what I'm saying. We don't do it. Oh, okay. We have, it, and we've just said No. Okay, like it's just, you're on a rotation Christmas Thanksgiving everything gets put into one big thing are you a stay at home now like, you can't hey, you do? come to us um I, we're trying huh? we're, we're trying to maybe get there for uh, some parts yeah. um, maybe a little uh, Christmas morning you come to us action yeah why not uh Christmas Eve uh, we're on our way there. Starting this year, Joe, it's it's working. It's in the oh. works.
3: I like it. I'm saying right now, uh, starting next year, uh, I'm going to be that with with uh, going from two Christmases to one. Hey, we have a kid now. You come to us. That's oh yeah. You That's, come to us. I'm not. We're not going tr- house to house. I call it
2: weaponizing my child. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: use
2: it, it. It used to be called the kid excuse. Now it's just weaponizing my child. Like um, you want us to come over somewhere or do something? Like yeah, I, I uh, kid. Like you. You come to come us. Over. I, I can't make it. Kid excuse. Come over here. Can't do it. In the middle of a nap. He's oh. sleeping. Can't leave him alone. No babysitter. Anything like that. Can't bring him. I can't wait. you got you got to write these excuses down. I can't wait to use them. Oh, <laughs> they, they will come naturally. They, they'll roll <laughs> off the tip of your tongue, Joe, as to why you can't do stuff. Yeah. And it is an excuse, by the way. You can always make something work. Right. <laughs> like they, they, Very rarely, like very, very rarely is there a time where it's actually... You can't make something happen, but it sounds so much better like,
3: when I say, "Hey, sorry, kid." Instead of "Sorry, the Mets are playing."
2: Yeah, I. But you use it on like people who don't have kids, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so we sorry. get it." Yeah, yeah it's so we don't work. Understand? It's like, no, actually, you don't. Like, we could totally come over. I just don't want to. I'm using this as an excuse. You don't get it. You will, uh, but then you won't. And then some people just never get it. The kid excuse uh, thing like they, they live by the kid excuse. And they actually are of the mind like, oh, we cannot do this because we oh, have yeah. a kid. You, you know those people. Yeah. They fall of off the face of the earth. Sorry, they do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know.
3: Well. Yeah. I mean when when you have this is what I've learned, I don't have a kid yet, but when you have friends that have kids and are still very social people, like you, Brian, very social, still out and about. Then when you have the friends that also have a kid, but then use that kid for every excuse of why I haven't seen you in two years. Sorry, I'm I'm starting to starting to grow weary of that excuse because, like I said, I see Brian out more than any of my, any other friend.
2: I had to, um, you know, I'm usually picking up my son from daycare. The other day that didn't happen. Right, right. we were out uh, watching a soccer game together. You know, World Cup only happens once every other. like normally. If there's a game I want to watch in the afternoon, which happens time to time, soccer stuff. I oh, used pick him up from daycare and take him along with me, yeah. go uh, somewhere, and, uh, you know, me and my kid. It wasn't going to happen on uh, Tuesday. And he uh, got, you know, made it work, stayed at daycare a little bit longer. Look at that. My wife picked him up uh, at the end. Yeah. Goes, why are you picking me up? <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, Dad's watching soccer. It's like, oh, okay. You know,
3: and that was that. And. USA 1. I know we talked about this yesterday and you and I made the USA
2: men's soccer team Instagram video. I did see that. Yes. The it, they were in the Buffalo uh, watch party. Yep. There's me. I got to say, I should have gave basketball a shot. It was a good jump. I had a nice jump. <laughs> <laughs> I I was wearing like the uh uh the Air Force 1s, maybe the like Air Sole gave me a little bit extra, but I think so. I I should have Gave basketball a little bit more of a chance when I was a kid. I had a pretty good jump out there.
3: My problem with basketball, I did try out for basketball in high school. Um, I didn't make the team because I couldn't play defense.
2: Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not athletic enough. I could make the basket.
3: Enough. I was tall enough at the time uh, to be under the basket. But then I would try to like backtrack, and I would let the kid, you know, someone just run right by me. Yeah. Like they would do one-on-one drills. And after, the, the coach said, you've got the height and everything, but you can't play defense. It's like, yeah, I know. I, I, could, I would just
2: follow everybody. Like, oh, you can't do that. Like, what can I do? What, what, what can you do? What is this sport? <laughs> People always say soccer's soft. You can play basketball. You can't do anything. I can't touch anybody. You can't, like, you put your hand, you go like this, you know, put your yeah. hand out. You can't do it. You know, they're blowing the whistle on you. I look around, what? Yeah. What can, what, what can I do? I'll I'll just stand up here then. I won't play defense. Yeah. Catch me up uh, the other side of the court. You just got to stand, you know, you got you you to guard. That's stupid. You should be able to whack someone in the face. <laughs> okay. Slam ball. That would have been my sport. If slam- they had a slam ball team in high school, trampolines and everything. Slam
3: ball's on its way back next season. Cannot
2: wait. It is? Yes. And There we go. That's what I'll be watching. Are they going to do Christmas? They could take over the NBA. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Next season. Um, we'll be back. Oh, you will not be back here tomorrow. I am
3: taking a day off. Good. Smart thinking. Just stay up for the game. Hopefully a win. If it's not a win, I'm going to be very upset that I wasted a vacation day. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, Before we go, if you want to be caller number three into 202 WBEN, you win a pair of tickets to go see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, their matinee performance. Caller number three into 202-9236. You are the winner. All right. Uh, Brian, we'll see
3: you tomorrow. I will talk to you on Sunday. Hardline. Don't mi- Hardline's back. Don't miss it Sunday Brian tomorrow. David next here on WBEN.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend a here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.